So you might not think this has anything to do with your bloating, your hormones, your energy levels, or your belly, but learning how to feel your feelings is potentially the thing that is going to unlock everything for you. And that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to this week's episode. And this week we are talking about something that is really important. And this could be something that's potentially getting in the way and stopping you from seeing the results you want to see. It could be making your gut, your hormones worse. It could be draining your energy. It could be getting in the way of you sorting out your belly, all of these things. What are we talking about? Feeling your feelings. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into why flowing through and expressing or processing your emotions and your feelings, especially the more uncomfortable ones, is really important in order for you to heal and repair your body. I know that if you're anything like me, you might be a little bit cynical and like, what has this got to do with my bloating, Kezia? But I assure you, it has everything to do with it. And it could be the reason you're not seeing results. So I'm going to explain through the actual biological process and also give you some tools or my two-step process in terms of helping you feel your feelings. So this is going to be a juicy episode. Enjoy. I know this might be a little bit different. We're not talking about prebiotics and gut bacteria and the microbiome and fungi and viral things, you know, but this actually really does make a difference. And for about 80% of my clients, this plays a huge role. Even just last week, I was chatting with a client and we were just at the beginning of their gut health repair journey. They had done a lot of stuff. They'd worked with naturopaths before, done SIBO protocols before, done a lot of stuff and was still really struggling. And this has been, along with some of the other protocol that we've applied, she was just saying, oh my goodness, this has made such a difference. And she'd already seen less bloating. Her bowel movements had improved. Her energy had improved. Her uh, brain fog was getting better. She felt like her gut was in the best place it had been in years. Because yes, some of the practical stuff we were doing based on her lab data, but also adding in this component. And the reason it matters is that because it impacts your nervous system. So this is part of my Your Body is a Temple series. So if you haven't listened to the first and second episode, go back and listen to those because I dive more into the nervous system and why I'm talking about that and how it impacts your bloating and your energy and your hormones and your body composition and your sleep, all of these kinds of things. And um, so I'm, I explain the bigger picture there. So this week I'm really diving into some more of the specifics. But hi, thank you so much for being here. By the way, I was just thinking before recording this, like, it's a crazy that I, in my little office in the garden, just staring at trees, record this and you take the time to listen. I'm so grateful for you being here. I'm so grateful for you um, learning more about your health and your well-being and your gut and your hormones, because I know that as you get healthier, as you become more well and resilient and um, stable in your own mood. And as your gut health improves, as your hormones balance out, as your energy increases, the world around you benefits. There's no downside to you being well and healthy and thriving. There is no downside to you having healthy hormones, to you having more energy, to you having a really resilient, solid gut microbiome. 
There's only good things that can happen from that. And yes, this is about you and how you feel matters, but it also really impacts everybody around you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to listen and to care about your body because if you're anything like me, most of my life, I was told to not care about my body, to just like use it and dump it. Like, you know, only when it goes wrong, then pay attention to it and just kind of exploit its benefits as opposed to really care and be in relationship and connection with it. So wherever you are on this journey and process, just well done. I honestly really want to celebrate you. Some of the stuff we talk about here, the work that I do with clients, the stuff that I share on my Instagram it is kind of radical. It's like subtly radical. It's not like walking around with a placard and, you know, but it is a radical form of activism of saying like, I matter, my body matters. I'm going to be responsible and an advocate for my own life and well-being. Anyway, so well done you. Give yourself some credit. Be proud of yourself wherever you're at. Yes, there's always room for improvement. So brain, we hear you. We can always improve, but you're still doing a great job. Okay. Um, that's just a side note, <laughs> but I hope you are doing well. I am sitting here. We're in the middle of October and there's, there's been some big shifts happening. If you don't know, I, I don't know much about astrology, but we're heading into eclipse season, which is where lots of stuff happens in the sky. <laughs> I've been learning a bit more astrology over the last couple of years and I find it really fun. I don't really know a lot about it. Um, I'm a Capricorn, Libra rising, Aries moon for anybody that knows more than I do. Um, but I do know from the podcast I listen to, we're heading into some big stuff the next couple of weeks. So buckle up, buttercups. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to make this into an astrology podcast. I really don't actually understand how much it is. But as you know, I am an avid learner. So when my brain gets into something, it gets into it. Um, so yeah, there's been some big stuff happening on this end. Some practical stuff. We're getting our kitchen renovated, which is so exciting. I know this is like, you know, it's it feels like such a treat because I know the kitchen I have is fine. It's just quite old and to be honest, slightly rotten and falling apart, but it's totally fine. But as you can imagine, I spend a lot of time in my kitchen and so that feels like a really delicious thing that's happening. Um, that might also be a little bit tricky because I'll have three tiny kids in a kitchen and work going on. But like many things in life that are worth doing, sometimes it's a little bit difficult. You've got to put a little bit of uh, work in there, a bit like your health. Sometimes there's some obstacles to overcome, but the outcome is always worth it. So that's happening, a little bit of an update there. Um, and the big thing that has been happening and shifting is um, my retreat. So if you don't know, I am running an in-person retreat. It's called the Shift Retreat, where you are going to come and be immersed with in a whole weekend experience, Friday to Sunday, be taken care of, nourished, going to make you meals that are organic, homemade, detoxing. We're going to apply some of the science and the sacred practices that are going to help your body, your gut, and your nervous system to shift. So if you've been feeling stuck and overwhelmed and like you're doing it alone, and then you don't really know how to create lasting change, the shift retreat is an incredible, impersive, immersive, luxurious, wonderful experience that I'm going to be hosting. And I am so excited. This feels so right to be doing. I know a bunch of people are really excited. Some people have signed up. It's going to be amazing. Um, so the big thing with that is I've had to change the dates of that. Um, we unexpectedly found out that our nanny that we use is um, 
leaving the country because her partner got their dream job abroad. So we're kind of really excited for them and it's really good, but also really sad because they're incredible. And But it does just mean that is quite a big part that's gone up in the air that's a bit unexpected. And um, it, there's a couple of other things going on that just made getting ready in time for the original November dates was not going to happen. So it's happening in March, 2023. So after the initial like, oh my goodness, I need to change the dates. I'm not great with changes of plan, by the way. I like to have a plan and stick to it. It's why I'm probably so good at what I do as a nutritionist. Um, so after getting over the initial change, I am like, yes, this is going to be even better because it means I can offer a longer payment plan. So the shift retreat is going to be, you can get started from like 275 pounds, which is incredible. Um, in terms of the initial like payment plan, uh, there's going to be some bonuses, um, that if you sign up before the end of the 30th, before the 30th of October, you can get a free, um, or included complimentary consultation with me, which is really going to be an action plan consultation so that even though the retreat's happening in March, we're going to meet bef- sometime before Christmas and create a clear action plan for you, a bespoke one tailored for you so that you can start seeing results. I'm also going to include a bonus follow-up consultation as well, just to make sure after the retreat, you're really able to integrate um, what you've learned and to provide some accountability. I'm also going to send you some awesome stuff in the post just as a treat. And you will also get free access when you sign up for the retreat. If you do it before the 30th of October and so, or either you can pay in full or sign up for a payment plan. If you sign up before then, you'll also get free access to my workshops for the rest of the year. And I've got some really exciting stuff coming up. So the shift retreat is happening in March, 2023. All the information is at keziahall.com forward slash shift. So keziahall.com forward slash shift. It's hard to say forward slash and shift. So keziahall.com forward slash S-H-I-F-T shift. All the information is there. And I would love for you to come. You can, um, it's a small group, so there's a maximum of seven people. So this is going to be really intimate and nourishing and juicy and delicious. And we are going to be um, doing a whole host of awesome stuff. And the goal of this is really to help you create that shift in your relationship with food, in your body, in your habits, in your microbiome, in your detox pathways. I'm going to be creating a bespoke protocol for you for the the retreat itself. You're going to have your own personalized supplements. We're going to base the menu based on everyone who's coming. Like this really is that wonderful blend of community and a group of women. So you're not doing it alone, but also it's a small enough group that I'm going to be able to tailor things to make them bespoke to you. So it's that perfect blend of that bespokeness. Plus you're going to get the support that session before we even have the retreat in March to get that ball rolling so you can really nourish yourself. You're going to have that follow-up. So yes, it's a retreat that's over like a three-day immersion, but there's also that container before and after though. So this is an incredible deal because you're getting that level of support for multiple months (laughs) on the lead up to and following. And oh, sorry, my heat is just turned on. That's probably not going to be a nice noise, Um, but I'm just going to keep going. Um, So this is really incredible deal. If I think about how much I charge for my four-month program, this is so much um, less than that. And my future retreats, I am going to run more in 2023, at least one more, and they probably will be more expensive. So just so you know, if you want to come to a retreat, this is probably the lowest price point it's going to be. There's a six-month payment plan. Um, I would love for you to come. It's in North Berwick in Scotland. So that's east of Edinburgh. So basically, you just need to get to Edinburgh by plane, by train, 
It's really easy to get to. It's, yeah, getting wherever you are down south, London, Bristol, Brighton, Oxford, wherever it is, you can get on the train, get on the plane, get to Edinburgh, and then we can pick you up and sort it out from there. So the shift retreat, which is exciting. So that's happening March. So big news is date change. The dates are changing. March 2023, go to keziahall.com forward slash shift. There is currently six, maybe only five spaces available. I'm just waiting to hear back from someone. So there might only be five spaces available. I think this is going to book out quite soon. The special bonuses, which are the free consultations, the free workshops, the treats in the post, which is all worth over about £700 at least of value, is going to end on the 30th of October. So that gives you, as of hearing this, probably about 10 days to really decide. And the reason I do this bonuses in all transparency is to help you make a decision. Decision fatigue is draining and it's a waste of your energy. I want you to decide and to go for it. Just either be, or, or not, like either way. But it's really helpful to just get you to decide. Suppose, oh, I really want to go, but I can't. And then life happens and you don't think about it. No, if you have that pull in your stomach, take some time this week to decide yes or no, and then be done with it. Decide once and then leave it, you know, decide once and sign up and be excited or decide, no, not right now, not happening, but do yourself that, give yourself that gift of just deciding once. I do that a lot with clients of just being like, let's just decide some things once as opposed to like meals instead of constantly deciding, what am I eating today? What am I eating on? Like, no, <laughs> let's just decide once and for all. <laughs> so that is happening. So sign up, keziahall.com forward slash shift. I would love to give you a real life hug. Like how awesome would that be? And we're going to have like some real feasts I'm really excited for this. And this is kind of why I wanted more time. I really want to plan some incredible food. I want to test out the menu. Obviously, the menu will fit whichever dietary requirements you have. Low histamine, vegetarian, no dairy, gluten-free, intolerant to oats, like don't like fish, don't like lamb. Like, don't worry. I've, I've got it whatever, wherever you're at, I've got you. Low FODMAP, we can we can do it all. It's going to be me and a wonderful assistant who will be helping me. And we're going to have some feasts. It's going to be cozy and it's in March. So it's just when that precipice of leaving winter and entering spring, which is an incredible energy to have. We're still going to be cozy and it will be cold. It's beautiful. It's by the beach. There'll be an op- optional cold water dips with me, which I can guide you through. There's going to be meditation, sound baths, um, there's good, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna blow your mind. I, I feel this so strongly. This is going to be incredible. And also think it's going to book up quite quickly. So because you all the comforts that shift. Sorry, I'll stop talking about it now. I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to just spend in-person time with you and give you a hug. And there's just something, especially when it comes to the nervous system that really helps when you can do stuff um, in these kind of immersive in-person environments. And in 2023, I'm really hoping to do more retreats and shift into doing more and more of these kind of immersive experiences, just because I think it can be, it can like just accelerate your progress. You know, when you think back of times of like, oh my goodness, that was the point when everything changed. I know that these retreats are going to be that for you, where you think back and you're like, you know, that was the point where my relationship with food just changed, where it just became easier and more effortless and something just shifted. Anyway, so that is happening. Also, I have got, I think maybe like one spot left for private clients in my clinic, in my online clinic, working one-to-one. 
for the rest of the year. My one-to-one program prices um, and investment is going to go up in 2023. So just so you know, I will give you lots of warning for the date of when it's actually going to go up, but just so you know. So if you're thinking about working with me one-to-one, um, there is a space left. We can get started soon. Um, there's up to a 10-month payment plan available. I'm really flexible with payments till I totally get just the reality of cash flow spreadsheets. Well, that's how we do our cash flow um, spreadsheets. And so I have six month payment plans, 10 month payment plans, eight month payment plans, really flexible around that. But the best thing to do is just to go to keziahall.com forward slash book and book in your call. And we can just chat about what's going on, what's going to serve you best, what you really need, what your program might look like. If I'm the best person to help you, if I'm not, I'll refer you somewhere else or recommend something else. These are really really low pressure, but you will leave these calls with a clear action plan with two steps, at least two steps of clear actions and and clarity of what to do next, whether you work with me or not. This isn't like, well, action step one, work with me and give me your money. No, this, it might be a dietary tip. It might be a supplement tip. It might be like some clear clarity. So keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call. I would love to chat with you. I would love to just find out more about your symptoms because this podcast is great and Instagram is great and my newsletter is great. And I know you get benefit from that, from this free content that I create every week. Um, But you know that I harp on all the time about tailored and bespoke support. And that's where these calls come in. I offer two of these free calls every week and it's your chance to get some clarity, to get my eyeballs on your symptoms, on your health and get some real action points and bespoke tailored support, even if you can't afford to work with me, but, or if you're interested or wherever you're at. So do make use of these calls. I do set aside time in my calendar and I'd love to chat more with you and actually have a conversation. It's like the podcast, but you get to reply. (laughs) Anyway, so two main ways of working with me. You work with, there's a space left with my one-to-one work. There's the retreat. And I also have some stuff coming up, which I'm really excited about. Um, This is going to be an exciting couple of months, guys. I've got quite a lot of awesome stuff in the works. So I'm ending the year with a bang in in the best sense of the word. Um, So yeah, setting you up. But anyway, let's get on with today's show. It's going to be awesome. We're talking about feeling your feelings which is going to help you to make progress and see results with more speed and more ease. So this week we are back on track with another episode that's part of the Body is a Temple, Your Body is a Temple series. And this is something I talk to the majority of my clients around. Um, It's this idea of what I call feeling your feelings. And it's probably one of the biggest things that could be getting in the way of your gut health and hormonal health. It's one of the biggest things that could be draining your energy. And I'm going to explain why in this episode. But I warn you, this is something that people find hard. I find and have found this hard. Much better at it now, actually. But to begin with, this just felt really disconnected to my symptoms, if that makes sense. And I'll explain more about that. But this was definitely something that I really had resistance around doing just because I was like, what's this got to do with like my bloating and my gut and my energy? Like what? But actually, as I've learned in the last five or so years, this is a really integral part of you making progress and seeing results. And the more that you do this, actually, the quicker you're going to make progress, which is awesome. Even though my little like logical 
often sometimes cynical brain is like, eh, what's this got to do with bloating? It actually has a lot to do with it. So I'm, I'm going to explain in this episode. So do bear with me. If you are a bit cynical about this or a bit skeptical, I totally get it. I'm just going to give you my thoughts as an offering to you so that you can really see, does this resonate? Does this make sense? I'm going to give you a little bit of the science and a little bit of my own experience and what I've witnessed in my own life with my own body and with countless clients. Because this even came up the other day, I was checking in with a client around this specific thing and she was like, oh my goodness, it felt really weird to do at first and a little bit odd and a little bit like maybe my neighbors might think I'm a total crazy person, but it's been so helpful. And in the same conversation, she was also telling me how she was less bloated, her energy has been better, her bowel movements had improved, and all of these other really practical things. So I want to share this with you because whilst your brain might be like, Kezi, what's this got to do with my heavy periods? Like, what? Feelings? What? That's got, like, what, what, Kezi, you just missed what I'm saying. It's about my periods. No, no, no. This is, remember, you're one system, one body, Okay. And so this matters, this impacts your biology. So what do I mean first by feeling your feelings? What I mean is being able to flow through and express whatever it is that you're feeling, whether that's joy, whether that's anger, sadness, anxiety, depression, frustration, excitement, giddiness, contentment, all of these feelings. It's about being able to express your feelings in a proper way, in an adult way, not in a, you know, child way where it's unregulated and it just like spills out, you know, I see this with my kids all the time, they're just like, I have a feeling, you know, in a really healthy way. That's what I mean by feeling your feelings. It's about being intentional about flowing through your feelings. Or the analogy I use all the time with clients is because I talk to all my clients about their digestion. We're improving their digestion, like the client I just shared, we're improving her digestion. And so we want her digestion her digestion to be good. And what is digestion? It's having food, being able to digest it properly, take what's good, excrete what you don't need. Essentially is good digestion if you boil it down. Apply that to your emotions and to your feelings. You want to be able to have a feeling, see it, witness it, not judge it, not bash it away, not repress it, digest it flow through it, take what's good, dump the rest. Emotions are meant to be moved through. But the problem I've experienced and I experience in a majority of my clients is that actually emotions, feelings, anxiety, anger, disappointment, hopelessness, depression, don't get felt. They get repressed, they get judged and they get squashed, squashed, squashed down. This will impact your biology because we've been taught, and I've been taught this growing up, not like intentionally, no one ever sat me down and was like, Kezia, blah, blah, blah. But just like the soup I was swimming in, the environment I was in, the society, the culture, the messages, the media I was getting told me that my emotions, my feelings were totally separate to my biology. My feelings, that anxiety that I felt all the time, chronic anxiety from as young as I can remember, that buzz of anxiety, there's a thread through my life. That 
had nothing to do with my biology. That was just like my character flaw. It was me being overly sensitive. It was me not being able to like handle life. And I just needed to get a grip and get it together and sort it out. And that was kind of this soup, this environment, this unintentional, unconscious message I was getting. But the reality is your emotions are the result of your biology and vice versa. Your biology um, drives your emotions. They are one. If you are having a lot of feelings, obviously your emotions and feelings are affected by circumstance, external world. We know that. So like you get a promotion at work. Woohoo! You're really excited. You're going on holiday. Woo! You've got that like excitement, nervous feeling in your stomach that might make you go to the toilet. Like we can see that feeling and we're like, oh, it's because of going on holiday. And that is true. And also internally within the temple that is your body, they affect each other. Your biology. So if you have poor gut health and poor neurotransmitter production and dysbiosis and imbalance within your small intestine, that's going to affect your neurotransmitters and therefore your brain. If there's some brain stuff going on, that's going to affect the signaling down your vagus nerve into your digestion and affect digestion. They, It's this kind of um, uh, constant feedback loop because you're one body, but we often don't think like that because our medical system um, is very boxed. So we have like feelings in a box and that box has nothing to do with your skin, the dermatology box, which has nothing to do with your gastroenterology box. We have all these boxes. Now, those boxes make sense from a system and administrative perspective, but from you being one person, you're actually one system with that where everything is interconnected and blended together. It's You're not a series of boxes that never chat to each other. You're a system, you're an ecosystem, all working together. So the reason that it matters whether feeling your feelings is because if we look at the, the kind of the biology of it, let's, talk, let's think about, because um, the thing people struggle with most is the uncomfortable feelings. The things that people label as quote unquote bad. So anxiety, anger, sadness, rage, um, depression, um, listlessness, lethargy, fatigue, sluggishness. These feelings are often the ones nobody wants. They're like quote unquote bad. The first thing is I really recommend you stop calling them bad or negative. They're just uncomfortable. There's nothing bad or negative about you being angry or you being anxious, but it can feel uncomfortable. So that's the first action point. Stop saying negative emotions or bad emotions. You being angry is not bad. It's not negative. You being sad is not bad and it's not negative, but it probably is uncomfortable for you. So that's the first thing I learned to do is learn to reframe that and relabel that as uncomfortable emotions. Like even this morning, I was punching it out on a punch bag. I was feeling really angry. I wasn't that's not a bad thing. I just needed to flow through that. It's really good that there's there's things in my life I should be really angry at. Really angry. Really angry. So it's good that I feel angry. Or my anxiety for years and years and years, you know, been experiencing anxiety, always bad, sinful, not useful, all these messages that I got, actually learning to not judge it and just be like, I'm anxious. It's okay to be anxious is so, so, so important. So, but let's say, let's go with that. Let's go with that anxiety example, which is something I'm very familiar with. So 
I've felt anxiety from a very, very young age, but because I squashed that emotion down, I didn't think it was allowed. I thought it was sinful. I thought it was bad. It wasn't a, a, an allowable feeling. I kind of needed to move on. What that feeling of anxiety actually does and means, and it means my nervous system is in a more hypervigilant fight, flight, fawn, freeze response that I talked about in previous episodes. So this feeling of anxiety actually means that my nervous system is going to be more in this sympathetic nervous state. Now, why does that matter? What does that impact? Well, if you listen to the previous episodes of this Body as a Temple series, you'll know that when my nervous system is in this chronic state of stress, it really affects my biology. It really impacts because my body, any threat that my brain perceives, whether it's real, whether it's perceived, it doesn't have to be a real thing. It can be an internal threat. So my own feelings of anxiety, the judgment I had around that feeling, whole whole set of things. I had the feeling and then I had the judgment and the shame about having the feeling and then trying to fix it and then squashing it down. All of that is was keeping me and still does to this day, if I'm not careful, keeps me locked in the sympathetic nervous state. What's the consequence of that? Is that my digestion becomes impaired. It affects my hormone production, affects my energy production. It means my whole system, my whole biology, my whole cellular response in my body is focused on surviving. And that's really good if the reality is I'm anxious because I'm being chased by a bear. I need to survive. But for me, if I'm chronically anxious and I never am able to flow through it and move through that so that I can get to a rest and digest state so I can shift my nervous system, then I'm going to stay in chronic stress. And the consequence of that is going to be impaired digestion, poor um, hormone imbalance, poor energy, poor sleep, skin issues. It means I'm going to be, my body's going to be stuck in survival mode rather than thriving and healing and resting and digesting. Like I talked about in the previous episode, it's really important that your nervous system swings like a pendulum. But if you have so many feelings that then you judge or so many feelings that you squish down or feelings that you just hold your tongue on, that you keep together, that you hold, that you don't allow yourself to flow through in a adult regulated fashion, then you're going to end up more, it's going to be really hard for you to get out of that nervous state. And this could be the key thing. Maybe you've listened to my previous podcast and you're like, well, this whole pendulum thing sounds really good because yeah, I literally cannot move my brain from lists and productivity and thinking about stuff. I, and that is probably because you need to feel some feelings. You need to flow through these feelings. Or another way I talk about it is that you're constipated. You know, if you've been eating loads and loads of food and you're not having regular poops, you're going to get constipated and it can be a disaster on so many levels. If you're having loads and loads of feelings, which you will be having because you're human, and you don't flow through them, if you don't let them go, you're going to be have that emotional constipation. That's the other wonderful poo-based analogy. See, I'm always going to bring poo back into conversations all the time. Um, is you gonna? That's going to be the reality. And I knew for me, I had like years of emotional constipation going on, partly because I didn't have the tools. I didn't know how to flow through my emotions. I knew how to shut them down. I knew how to keep a lid on them. And I knew how to ignore them at a cost to myself. But I knew how to ignore them in order to keep other people happy. But I didn't actually, I had no tools. So, so this is not a blame game. Like I didn't know. Chances are you maybe don't know unless you've done lots of therapy or had a parents that were really on this. Chances are you don't know. That's okay. This is something we're learning now in this time, in this space, in this day and age. This is part of what we are evolving through as humans, which is awesome. 
but I didn't know number number one I didn't know how and two I didn't know it was important I was just like what have my feelings got to do with my bloating what my feelings got to do with my poo what my feelings got to do with my awful periods what my feelings got to do with my joint pain like for goodness goodness sake I've got sore joints I don't need to feel my feelings that but actually the reality is this could be a really key part for you. Now, everybody is different. This is a podcast that thousands of people listen to. So everyone is different. But with my clients, this can sometimes be a really important piece. This is why I'm running the shift retreat, because I want you to have the tools to be able to flow through some of these things, the tools to be able to move through this in a really healthy way so that your nervous system can swing in a healthy way between a parasympathetic and a sympathetic nervous state, Meaning that if your nervous system is more regulated, your body will heal with more speed and more ease, and therefore you will see results quickly, more quickly. You'll break through these processes. That's why I'm running the shift retreat. I want to um, curate this whole immersive experience where you learn how to do this, get the tools so that you can actually see that shift. And when you see that shift in your nervous system, that is when the momentum happens in the right direction where you just, it starts feeling easy. It starts feeling doable. Making healthy breakfast choices feels easy, feels like effortless to you. Exercising or book, finally booking that therapy or doing that gut protocol suddenly just makes sense. That resistance just moves out the way because it you flowed through it. So it's so important. Next thing we really want to look at is how. So I have a bunch of different tools that I use. Everyone is different with this, but I, for me, I found this so challenging and so difficult. I had to be really um, like strategic and structured around this because it can feel really scary because chances are the feelings you need to feel are the really uncomfortable ones. Disappointment, grief, loss, anger, anxiety, sadness, terror, fear, like big things potentially. Those, well, that's been my experience. So it was terrifying to even consider feeling these things because the fear often is, and this is my experience and I know from chatting through with many clients, the fear is often that if I let myself really feel how terrified I am, I will be consumed by it and I'll, I'll be stuck there forever. If I really let myself own and witness and feel how anxious I am, I will be stuck feeling anxious for the rest of my life. I'll never move out of it. If I really feel this grief, this sadness, this loss, if I really let myself feel this, I will never be able to move on from it. If I really let myself feel this depression, I'm going to be depressed for the rest of my life. I will never move through it. I will never get out of it. That's the fear a lot of us can have. That's the fear I certainly have. And so for me to begin to do this, I had to do it in really like manageable chunks. <laughs> You know, I had to make it really practical. Like, look, I'm the queen of practicality here. I know I talk about these big things, but I'm all about how do we make stuff happen? Implementation, grounded implementation. So um, I really, like, how do I do that when I feel really scared that if I really let myself feel how anxious I am, I might never come out of this. Like I might never, I'm just going to be stuck, like paralyzed by my anxiety for the rest of my life. That's a scary thought. So what I did and often what I recommend to clients do is just to set aside time, literally put it in your diary, put it in your calendar, make sure you're in a really private space, um, alone, go for a drive in the car, check out your partner, go to your spare room. I now I'm happy to do this just in a room that I can lock even with everyone around 
and set aside time because there's two parts to this. The first thing you need to do is become aware of what it is you're even feeling. That was the first big thing for me is I didn't even know what I was feeling. I just knew I didn't feel great. And then there was this squash down sense. And actually what I called anxiety was actually this massive ball of all of these uncomfortable feelings that I couldn't label, didn't know what they are and just shoved them together that kind of just created this constant like hum and on edge and this general sense of fear and terror. (laughs) So the first thing you need to do is become aware of what what do I feel? What is my feeling today? You can Google emotion charts, emotion, what are they called? Like charts of emotion. They're mainly for kids that go through all different types of emotions that you can just label and be like, I feel really frustrated. I feel contented. I feel really scared. I feel really terrified. I feel really happy. I feel, you know, a lot of us, and you might be different to me, a lot of us don't have a wide emotional vocabulary. So the first thing you do is become aware. And like I talk about all the time, what's the problem? What are, what are you actually feeling? Because you can't deal with what you don't know what's there. So that's the first thing. So to begin with, it might, I sometimes get clients just do this once a week or once a day and just sit and think, what's one emotion I'm feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling really, um, proud of myself for getting that project done. I'm feeling really contented with my cup of tea. I'm feeling really resentful because my partner's not helped me with this thing that I was hoping they would do. And again, it's just being aware. There's no judgment. And even at this point, you're not fixing it. Step one, you just, you're not literally doing anything other than labeling it. That's it. If you want more on this, um, was it Brené Brown's, is that Map of the Heart? Did a great book on the Atlas of the Heart, that's what it's called, and where she goes through different emotions. That's a really great read, a great toolbox, actually, just to be have, just to know what an emotion is. That can be really, really helpful. Atlas of the Heart, highly recommend that from that's the step one awareness stage. Step two, then, and I'm going through these quickly. Um, step two is then scheduling some time to flow through that. So what I did early on, because it was a slightly terrifying concept, is I would put a set, I do, I dedicate a set amount of time. So I'd put the date in my diary, set amount of time. I used to do it on Fridays, called feelings Friday, where in the morning I'd give myself maybe 20 minutes or half an hour to just sit with a feeling. And that might be sadness and grief. And I'd just give myself that time to really be with that feeling. And then I practiced and like tried on different tools to see what really helped me to flow through. Because the goal is that you feel a feeling and you flow through it and then feel the shift at the end. You come out of the other side. And obviously this is something you can do with a therapist or a psychologist that can help with this sometimes in sessions if it feels really uncomfortable. I don't recommend applying this framework to like traumatic memories or anything really terrifying. This is more just for the daily feelings. And if you know there's some bigger stuff down there, it's really helpful to go and chat that through with um, someone who's a professional of the mind, psychotherapist, psychologist, these kind of people. So then you really want to flow through that. So um, different tools that I use, and there's loads available. So these are just the ones I use, but I really recommend that people, the easiest way to flow through things, because emotions are like it's as cheesy as it sounds, it's like energy. It's a it's an energy in your body that you need to like flow through, shake off, move through. Otherwise it kind of gets stagnant. That's how I see it. I always think of anxiety as like this energy in my stomach that I need to flow through 
and be kind to and move through in order to see a shift, in order to not just be consumed. You've got to like move this energy through your body. And some people call this somatic practice or embodiment, but it's really about allowing yourself to express how you feel through your body in some way. So that's like the obvious example is crying. Like that's the most, you know, you, you sad, you cry, that you're expressing how you feel through your body. Like we all agree that happens. You know, the shouting, you all get angry, you'll shout, express how you feel through your body, through raising your voice. What I'm saying here is that you do this in a really contained, regulated fashion. You're not just spilling out on your partner or your kids. You have these pockets where you're doing it, where you may be, so I scream into a pillow all the time. I did this morning. I just grab a pillow, scream into it at the top of my lungs because it really helps me to flow through some things. And it means I don't scream at other people. Also, to be fair, I mean, I don't scream. I'm not, I don't scream at other people. So it was really important for me to learn how to be angry because I won't be, I won't let myself be angry in front of people. So screaming in front of a pillow, um, moving, crying, thrashing around, dancing. I say dancing loosely, but I do this every day. I shake in the morning, put on some music and I just shake and move my body and like sigh, get stuff just out. However it is I'm feeling, I'm really visualizing, okay, I have this feeling and I'm moving it through. I'm shaking it through. I'm dancing it through. I'm screaming it through. I'm stomp, stomp, stomping. You can also go for a run. You might go for a walk. You might go and while you're walking, you're just visualizing, just putting this energy somewhere, letting it flow through you. Um, Exercise can be really helpful. That's why I exercise a lot is I find that a really helpful practice. There can be loads of other things. And that's kind of some of the stuff I'm going to help walk you through during the retreat itself. But obviously, this is something you do generally privately. But it's so, so important. Because the goal is that you say do this, you, you put a timer on, you do it for 20 minutes, or you set a playlist that's 15 minutes long, for example. I have an album that I specifically use when I'm feeling sad, because it's sad music. And it's really helpful. And I know that by the end of that, I'm moving through that. And you the goal of feeling your feelings is you it's really about feeling and not thinking. A lot of us have a very overdeveloped thinking and analytical response, but in order to do this properly, you need to just go with your body. Sometimes people find like journaling helpful to write it down to get stuff started, but it really is just going with, I really just want to stomp. I want to scream. I want to cry. I want to shake. I want to dance. I want to move. I want to thrash around. I want to throw pillows. I want to punch a punch bag. It's the reason I bought a punch bag, guys, is because I was like, whoa, I have so many feelings. I need to feel them properly. I need to be an adult and learn how to regulate my emotions. And for me, it wasn't because it was spilling out, but because I was keeping my emotions inside and it was making me sick. The energy required to keep a cap on the anxiety, to keep a cap on the sadness, on the terror, on the fear, to keep a cap on that every day was exhausting and it was making me sick. It was one of the big reasons I was sick, along with the parasites and the heavy metals and all of these other things. That was also a part of it. So if you really want to see a shift in your gut and in your hormones, you need to really experiment with this, with feeling your feelings. If you don't know how, if you're scared, come and join me on the retreat. We're going to be navigating this together. If you know there's some really big stuff in your life you need to go through, chat with a therapist, a psychologist and begin that process. But I really encourage you to, number one, Become aware of what you feel. What actually is the emotion? Because sad, mad, and angry, like, oh no, happy, sad, and 
bad are not, uh, that's an, uh, not an adequate <laughs> toolbox for dealing with life. So number one, become aware of what it is you're feeling. And number two, take some time to flow through those that, that feeling. L- get that energy, like digestion, come into you and flow out of you. Have practices every week, every, I do this every day. Like guys, my inner emotional world and mental health needs this every day, flowing through this as regularly as you can. Literally put it in your diary, put it in your diary, feeling my feelings, quadrant it out. Don't, don't, it doesn't need to go on all evening. It doesn't need to be hours, 20 minutes. What am I feeling? Number one, number two, what do I need to do to flow through this? Do I need to cry, scream, hit something? throw something? Do I need to run something out? Stomp? Do I need to scream into a pillow? Do I need to go for um, put on some Beyonce and just like, I don't know, shake my booty until I'm exhausted? Do I need to get a punch bag? Do I need to, there's so many ways, but this is so important. This is a really key part for you actually bringing quicker and speedier results. And it really affects your gut, your hormones, your energy, your skin, because it really is about, um, it's a really, it's how you, you, how well, it's about how well your nervous system regulates itself. Sorry, that took me <laughs> a while to cut get out. But it is really, really important to feel your feelings, to not be emotionally constipated, just like it's not great to be physically constipated. I work with that clients all the time. First thing we do if someone's constipated is get their bowels moving. We do that in a couple of weeks, done, dusted, then we can get on with everything else. Same with emotions. You need to get that flowing, not just squashed down, repressed. And different personality types struggle with this more, okay? So I hope this has been helpful. If you need help, more help with this, come and work with me. Head to keziholgot.com. You can find details about the shift retreat. You can see if I have space to work with me in person. Um, but I, well, actually, as this is going live, I do have some incredible quick start bonuses for the retreat. So do make sure you go to keziholgot.com forward slash shift. keziholgot.com forward slash shift. I'd love to see you there. Otherwise, I'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you are here. Please make sure you leave a review on iTunes if you haven't done so already. That would mean so much and mean this podcast gets to be in front of even more people's ears. And if you want to join me in the shift retreat and create that shift in your hormones and in your belly and in your energy and in your relationship with food in your body, the shift that you've been craving for a long time but unable to do on your own, come and join us in the shift retreat. The bonuses will end at the end of October. There's six month payment plans available and I would love to be with you in person. It's in North Berwick, so based in Scotland, March 2023 and I would love to see you there. Head to keziahall.com forward slash shift. keziahall.com forward slash shift.